This is an SM Media production. Hi everyone and welcome to the fifth episode of the Scottish Football Show right here on SM Media. I'm Scott McPike, I'm the host as always, delighted to be here again. This week we're going to just run through the old forum that happened over the weekend where Rangers ran over 2-0 comfortably against Celtic at Parkhead. Joining me to discuss this, we have Goldston's finest, Mark Wilson. Mark, how are we doing, mate? Hi, Scott. How are you? Not bad. And we've also got the pride I of... I don't think Goldston would appreciate that. No, nah, I don't know. They wouldn't, they know. And also we've got the pride of Parkhead. We've got the man who basically just sailed it through and through. Aaron Lyle. Alan. Aaron, thanks very much for coming on the show, mate. How are you? Ah, no danger, mate. I'm all good. Yourself? Yeah, I basically just taking it easy. Uh, I take it easy. Uh, wild, wild game. I can't describe it enough. Just, I'll, I'll start with you, Mark. What was your overall thoughts in the game? Just from the perspective, just looking at it, just with the result and how the how both teams set out to play the game. Well, to be honest, I. I I don't think you can say anything other than Rangers were by far the better team uh, on the day. Um, I don't think they could have, you know, ran up a cricket score, as some folk were suggesting. Um, but their game plan, their tactics, um, their work ethic, etc., were spot on. Um, it's always obviously tough going to your biggest rivals in a big game. Um, but they got, everything was spot on. And I'm quite sure Stephen Gerrard and the Rangers uh, team were delighted with the performance and, and, and the result. And obviously at the start, like Friday night, we were hearing the kind of news of the league team. The team was getting, the Celtic team was getting leaked and it had Welsh, like Laxal and Clamalla starting. Nobody really took that seriously though. That's what got me. Like, any time you were hearing on Friday night, it was, right, that's the team. But we're also, we were all hearing that Edward would be fat. We were all hearing that. Aaron, what's, what did you kind of make out when you, heard, when you saw the Celtic team coming out? I was surprised with that Welsh boy getting chucked in, especially for his second game, just getting launched in straight at the back. Uh, I was hoping uh, Eddie would be fit, but it didn't happen. <laughs> and uh, I was surprised. Sorry. No, on you go. I'm just thinking, like, do you think, I'll throw this at both of you, do you think Edward, do you think if the players had been fit, it would have changed how, they, how Celtic had set up? Or would they still win 3-5-2? Because I think that was a mistake straight away, if you ask me. I think, to be honest, I think they would have still went 3-5-2, to be honest. But uh, that Lachelle, I was I was very surprised that he got chucked in straight away in the first game. And Mark, as well, look, I'll throw that at you as well. Do you think 3-5-2 was the way to go? Like, do you think? Well, go, go, going on your first point, I, I, don't, I don't buy into the excuse of the, the team line was leaked. Um, Neil Lennon has been playing 3-5-2 so that, that came as no surprise to, to yeah. Celtic supporters or probably Rangers supporters or the Rangers team but if you if you look at other sports like, like for example the rugby at the Six Nations they put their team out on a Thursday Aye. before the game on a Sunday so so that, that, that doesn't that, that, that doesn't uh, fly with me to be honest with you um, and I'm quite sure Gerard and his coaching team and Lennon and his coaching team were anticipating you know, different lineups, etc., and, and made to guess. But at the end of the day, you know, you, that, that's what you're up against. Now, of course, you can count a 3-5-2 a, a and a 4-3-3, three, three, because that, for me, says that 
we've got five guys in the middle of the park against your three guys. Aye. So if Frimpong and Laxalt tuck in, then it should have been easy for Celtic. But what they did was they got behind the ball, they put Barker, obviously, to try and counter Frimpong's pace, and obviously Kent, who's, who plays very well in all of firm games, and Celtic couldn't get out, you know? But yeah. as I say, Ger Gerard has been known that Celtic are playing 3-5-2, so no shocks here, and I'm sorry, no excuse that the, the team or the team lineup was, was leaked, because mm -hmm. it didn't. If you look at the personnel, it was obviously going to be 3-5-2. I agree with that. What I'll say as well is, is that the fact that when you notice really early on, they were talking about this in Sky, Tavernier and Barisic don't tuck in very often. They don't. They they get forward as soon as the first the first ball's kicked. They didn't that. They didn't on Saturday. They tucked in. They didn't let Celtic. They didn't let Frimpong and Laxalt get forward, and that's a big big thing for Celtic with two wing backs. Does it obviously that nullified the back three? But do you see as well? Do you see as well the point of that boy Welsh isn't that boy Welsh hasn't played in a game like that? How how can you expect a boy nineteen year old to play in that kind of game? Where he's never he's not played with Duffy, not played with I, he's not they've not played together. How how hard is that for a boy of nineteen to come in and play in that kind of game? Well, to to, to be honest, I I don't buy into that either, Scott. If I'm honest, if if you if Neil Lennon thinks you're good enough, I don't care if you're seventeen or seventy four, you'll play. Aye. Okay. Now Definitely. you can look at it two ways. You can look at this boy now, probably for the full the last week or so since the guys in the back for international duty, they will have spent every single day in training working with that back three and that young boy. He's obviously mm -hmm. good enough in the 20s of the reserves to play, so he's good enough he plays. Or you can look at it another way, and, and this is a, a, a common thing with, with elite managers. That could be Neil Lennon turning around to Peter Lowell saying, this is all I've got for an old fun game. Yeah. Now, again, you would probably love, not. I, I don't care if you're a Motherwell fan or a Kilmarnock fan, a United fan, Everybody would love to have sampled and played an old firm game. Okay? And that 19-year-old boys come in. There was no fans there. Yes, it's still a massive game, but with 60,000 or 50,000 people cheering you and 10,000 people booing you, whatever the numbers are, then it's a big thing. To come into a game like that, yes, it's big, but without the crowd, then... He, and I thought he coped well. I thought he coped very well, to be honest. Fine, I thought he was fine. I thought um, he was one of the only few players who could give past marks. I kind of do think, and Aaron may totally disagree, but I do think that was maybe Neil Lennon saying to Peter Law, I don't have a big squad here, I'm needing players come January. Well, it was kind of bare, like the, the defending, it was kind of bare uh, with the personnel they had at the back leading up to that game. So, you could have been, could be right, could be right enough there. But I, I just, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not... I'm not a massive fan of three at the back anyway, but with those three players, they're all very good players. They've, they've had a bad game, so let's not be too critical. Yeah. But going back to what Scott's point was, now, for me, Frim, Frimpong's quality is his pace. Mm -hmm. Right? So what should have happened was, he shouldn't have been too worried about Barker. He should have pushed himself onto Barisic to try and pin them back. But if you watch back the game, every time Frimpong got the ball, he just knocked it back to Welf to tube into one of the strikers. Mm -hmm. Now, any winger, whether you're at grassroots football, professional football, you go at your fullback the first few minutes to try and get a taste. Yeah. If you can't get oh. by him, then you start dumping it back or playing into strikers' feet. But you go at him a few times. Now, Barisic's a very, very good player, right? Yeah. But is he as quick as Frimpong? Probably not. No. 
no chance. Okay, and that and, that, and that's that's for me. Where Frimpong himself, as I say, I'm not I've not been impressed in any game he's played, apart from one game at Kilmarnock where he ripped us uh, to shreds with his pace. But at the, at the end of the day, what 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 does he bring? Usain Bolt didn't make it as a footballer just because he could run fast. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm starting to see that with Frimpong. I, 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 and I say Aaron may have better stats than me, but I'm thinking, what, what does he actually bring? Well, when you look at it, you look at Ranger, how Rangers set out. I thought I, when Rangers team came out, I thought it would be the exact way it was. I thought Hadji would have played instead of Barker, but now when I've spoke to I've spoke to people, who understand the way how Barker was playing. Barker was there to nullify Frimpong, as you say. Now that that can come out as right, that's that's fine. But Rangers Gerard got it spot on for the for start to finish. He just got it. He got it spot on. He just flooded the midfield. When you ask me. We're looking at nine minutes in. Goldson gives Rangers a lead. For me, the goalkeeper has to do better. I think that's the big yeah. thing. I think Celtic have downgraded massively from Foster to Barkas. Do you agree with me on that? Or? Oh, 100%. They should have just paid the fee for him, but by the sounds of it, he wanted to stay down in Southampton and fight for a place. Because for me, Foster gets that. For me, Foster saves that. Yeah, and, and, but, but see, see, for me, Craig Gordon saves that. Aye, Scott def- Bain saves that. Scott def- Bain saves that. Aye, definitely. And, and, that's, and, and, and again, that, 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 this is where, and I know I've spoke, obviously, before the show to you, Scott, that, that, this is why I'm questioning. Now, again, you can lose an old firm game. You could have lost in the last minute, which probably sometimes makes it worse rather than a, an absolute hiding. Mm-hmm. But I'm starting to look at the, the Craig Gordon situation, and I'm thinking, why on earth was he allowed to leave? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking when Scott Bain came in and played the games last year when Foster wasn't playing, he was excellent, capped for his country. Now all of a sudden Gordon's playing first division football, Bain's on the bench, and they bring in a 4.5 million goalkeeper who's not made a, a notable save anywhere, but they can't spend £2 million on John McGinn the year previous. Mm-hmm. But there's a the point there, you've just, you've just confirmed a point to me that I've said for years. Brendan Rodgers was going was gonna to go to Celtic board and say, if you don't back me, I'm out of here. Neil Lennon gets £2 million for that boy's sorrow. He's not a snuff. Terrible. A Yeti, £5 million. I think a Yeti's been pretty good. Turnbull's £2.5 million. Taylor's £2 million. You can't, nobody can tell me Neil Lennon's not been backed, but you need to... You need to yes. You need to look I, 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 I 100% agree. Now, if I was Peter Law, I wouldn't give Neil Lennon money to spend, no, judging I'll, by his signings. I wouldn't either, but that was the whole thing with Neil Lennon the first time round. Neil Lennon was this excellent recruitment guy who got in Wanyama, Van Dyke, Hooper. We heard it all, how good it was in the transfer market. And I'm not disagreeing with that in the slightest. But you can't tell me that he's not been back because he's brought players in there and they're just no good enough. But it looks it. Right, so so you say that, and yes, absolutely, he got he got the likes of your um, Virgil Van Dykes, etc. But look who else he signed, okay? Right, mm-hmm. Bangura, El Kaduri, mm-hmm. Andre Blackman, Rabu Ibrahim, okay, Amido Baldi, okay. So <laughs> a lot of buds in that list there. Aye, Timo Puki, okay, Dirk Borentinger, whatever his name is, okay. So. Let's 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 think about it. So if you sign thirty players, you're maybe gonna get three or four good ones. Aye. If you sign five players, you might get one good one. 
So let's let's not rave about Neil Lennon signing Wan Yama, Virgil Van Dyke, etc. Mm -hmm. Let's let's look at all these signings collectively. And if you look at thirty players and four are good enough and twenty six only, then it's then for me that's not good enough. Aye, but then I'll turn it round to the other the other way of looking at it. Steven Gerrard has had two and a half years to build a team. The first thing that struck me when I saw the Rangers bench was how strong it was. So Rangers had great options to come off the bench now. A year ago, I was a year ago. You weren't saying that because if Morelos or Defoe were injured, there was nobody else to come on and replace them. Now you've got Atten, Roof to come back, Aribo to come back. There's plenty of options there when Rangers are concerned. To that. So I think you've got to give Gerard credit as well for his recruitment. I'm not saying as well. There's some Gerard won't get everything right. We saw the likes of Gresda, Sadiq. There's players there who won the who did won the up to it, but Gerard's done better on the transfer market. Every, he's done well in the transfer market probably every time he's every transfer window he's had right okay I, I agree he's done better but in two and a half years what has he won what have the players no, Steven the Gerrard signed what have they won that's they've the got point. to one cup final okay and they've been miles behind in the league and other games so is his recruitment that good well, that's, what, that's what we're there to find that's what we'll see that's, what, that's where well I'm, I'm, quite, I'm quite sure if he was to leave to get good money for Ryan Kent. I'll be honest, I think he should have cashed in on Morales, and I think that's why he signed Roof and Itton. Because yeah, I think they thought Morales that. was away. Yeah, I'm going to come on to that as well. But, again, and I don't know if it was Gerard that brought him back or not, and not that we saw a lot of him on Saturday, but the, the whole spine of your team comes from your goalkeeper. Mm -hmm. And now, Alan McGregor is a world-class goalkeeper. Not was, is... Yeah. In the same way that I see Craig Gordon as a world-class goalkeeper. And if you have a world-class goalkeeper, Alan McGregor, you could have four numpties at the back. Yeah. Now, and I know we, we go on sometimes about, you know, they have one bad game and we slot them, one good game and we praise them. Okay? I, I, I'm sure a lot of Rangers fans would have been waiting for a game like that from Conor Goldson because I don't think he's consistently good. From what mm -hmm. I see in highlights, I and wouldn't, things. I wouldn't, have a, I wouldn't disagree with you. And the, go, the criticism I, Tavernier gets quite a lot in social media from Rangers fans when they lose is a bit OTT as well. Mm -hmm. But he gets away with it because he scores free kicks and penalties. So you've got a right back that's scoring 20 goals. Mm -hmm. Barisic has certainly improved towards the end of last season and this season. And the European games suit him. He mm -hmm. plays very well in those games. Mm -hmm. And then I say he's flipped between Edmundson. Um, Hollander, you Traffic know, at the back, and Hollander's going to made it himself just now. But as I say, I, I I think Gerard has lasted as long because of his European record and not because of his consistency in the SPL. Mm. Aaron, I'll touch on you as that's for you as well. Like Golden gives Rangers the lead after nine minutes, but El Yanusi misses a golden chance to make it one each. A what I'm, A what's he doing? B does that change the game? If he scores that, I don't know what he was thinking. I, who, like, who does he think he is laughing? Just slot it. Just uh, why is why is he going to be so fancy with it? To me, all he has to do is bring that down and side fit in. Just, just slot it. This but as, as no well time. as well, I'll ask again. Do you feel that changes the game? Because to me, that just makes that just makes Rangers open up more. I mean, you slot that. That's one each. Goes anywhere for there. It can go anywhere for there. You can get second wind right off that. Mm -hmm. But I think as soon as, as soon as it sailed over, it was kind of set. 
you've seen his head dropping definitely aye and just moving on to the kind of other, other bits of the first oh, just, half just, that's, that's a good point Aaron sorry Scott that's a good point I actually think his head dropped because and again whether it's tactics or not see if you look at the ball coming in for Golson's goal now you've got Hollander and Golson Mm-hmm. Who should be marking Hollander and Goldson? Exactly. Duffy and Ayer. Exactly. Who's marking them? Celtic, El Unusin Brown. Mm-hmm. Well, Duffy, the, the thing with Duffy, what I'm going to touch on Shane Duffy later on because he was probably the biggest disappointment as far as I was concerned for Celtic. But that to me just looks like bad intelligence because he just, you can see, it's just poor the way he just, he just lets Goldson. Goldson's sitting offside. Goldson's two yards offside when that, just before that ball gets played. All Shane Duffy has to do is look alongside and see Goldson's there, right? Why am I stepping in? Do you know what I mean? Well, see, in, in, unless they've worked on that, because not, not if a ball's come in, defenders will drop. But the fact is, Goldson is still three, four yards from Duffy. Mm-hmm. And El Yunus, is the closest man. Aye, definitely. Now, you, can, you can make a mistake, you can put your hand up, but absolutely, if Neil Lennon has told Brown and El Yunus to mark those two, then... Is, is another nail in the coffin for me to be honest because yeah. it should be Duffy and I on their two centre-halves mm-hmm. and it was like, as well as I've, I've said as well I've said this to a lot of people I've spoke to over the past couple of days Rangers were nowhere near their best up front Barker, Morelos and Kent didn't have a good didn't have a brilliant game you could only really say Kent was the one getting anything going but I'd say Barker was pretty I think the game probably got too much for him in the end Morelos I thought was just a, a spare man I don't Adam Morelos was poor for me I've heard people saying his link-up play was good, but I just never... I think at times you can see how good he is with his build-up play, but half the time he's building up play and putting the ball in and, it's, and there's nobody there because he's the one bringing it in. That's what gets me with Morelos. But for me, for Celtic, it's a concern, the fact that Rangers went flat after 20 minutes and Celtic get nothing going. They just get nothing going. But how do you think... Why do you think they struggled before half-time? Why do you think they get nothing going? Who Rangers? Both teams. I would say both teams because I'd say both teams were pretty well, flat for for twenty minutes today. Again, you can look at time. you can look at it two ways. You can look at it two ways. Did did actually Welsh Duffy and I actually play well to nullify those three, no. or did Laxalt and Frimpong play well to nullify them? No. But I just oh, I, I think oh, they're pretty I, flat. I think. Well, well, but I, but again, that this that for me this comes from the, the lack of crowd. Now, yeah. If those if those three guys now as I didn't think Kent was particularly bad, Barker but Barker's maybe just spent his time running chasing Frimpong. Yeah. Morelos is um putting himself about and link up play, one touch play was decent. But if you've got fifty thousand folks shouting at you, you know, you up your game a wee bit. Well, okay. That's, well, a big crowd in there to silence then I'm sure these guys, but it does it show you how far possibly Rangers are ahead that they can win with three guys, three of their better players not performing. But what was the, what was the big start of the game? The big start of the game was the, the four Celtic players that touched the ball the most. You'd yeah. Duffy top, Ayer, Welsh, then Brown. See if there's crowd. See if there's a crowd there. Do they get as much time in the ball? Yeah, because the Rangers game plan. Rangers will just sit in. Now, and that's perfectly acceptable. I'm not saying a, a smaller team, don't, you don't get complaints about that, but if Kilmarnock or Motherwell or Dundee United go to Parkhead or Ibrox, what do you do? You sit in. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you try and rely on a counter-attack that Steve Clark was very good at Kilmarnock at, or you've seen, as you've seen with Scotland, or set pieces. 
Yeah. Okay, now that's that's what teams do when they go to Parkhead or Ibrox. And Rangers kind of done that to a certain extent. They scored from a set piece. Then Rangers don't have to change the game. So if, if you're winning, you don't have to chase it. No. I actually think Rangers, and you just mentioned earlier, Tavernier and Barisic tucked in a bit expecting an onslaught and keep it tight, and they didn't get it. Mm -hmm. As I say, so Rangers don't go, don't go have to chase the game. Mm -hmm. But when you're when the half time when they come back for half time, are you, are you surprised that they went and didn't change anything? Yes, and it's, it's my it's my biggest bugbearer um, being involved in coaching and managing. See if you're winning, you can make a sub striker for striker, centre mid for centre mid. Yeah. See if you're losing, you have to change it. Mm -hmm. It's no working, obviously. Mm -hmm. Now, it was famous, you guys are a wee bit young, certainly, but when Jimmy Calderwood was the Dunfermline manager, now Dunfermline were decent, but they still weren't a Celtic Rangers Aberdeen. Yeah. See if they were losing, he would go a 2-4-4. Four, four mm -hmm. And just let the two centre-halves just go man for man and push, push it right on. So he changed it. Mm -hmm. Now, going striker for striker, centre-mid for centre-mid, it's not doing anything. No. What Lennon, what Lennon relying on was he possibly thinks that individually the player that they're up against the, the Celtic players better than yeah and and and, it's, and I say that that's that's why I spoke to you earlier Scott it's is it tactically naive to think that just sign better players and they can work because man man for man again it's up for debate. I would think individually, over a long period of time, Celtic have better individuals out with the goalkeeping situation. Yeah. But as yeah. a team, Rangers showed that they were miles ahead. Mm -hmm. And the big thing was, the Rangers team look as if they are coached. Mm -hmm. The Celtic team don't. It's mm -hmm. like, we've got better players, so we'll beat them. Mm -hmm. And who kind of stood out for Rangers in the Rangers team? Who was the kind of standouts for you both in the Rangers team? Uh Again, it was a lot of off-the-ball run. I thought Scott Arfield did well, but he wasn't getting the ball, but he was still making himself available. Um, Kamara was neat and tidy uh, on the ball, with good, good, good range of passing, etc. But again, and this is, this, is what, and Aaron, this is what Aaron will be worried about. I don't think Wiener's were out of second gear. No, I don't think they were either. I thought that and, at the time. And, and, and they won the game. I, I said that. That, 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 that's, that's, that for any football fan, if that's your team, it'd be a worry. Mm -hmm. Well, now, Aaron, up. aye. On you go, Mark. Sorry. So is Aaron there? Is he? Is aye, he aye. Aye. Listening to me? <laughs> on you I've go, just Aaron. been listening. First, the first five, ten minutes, Kent was all over us. It was giving me the fear how good he was playing the first five, ten. And then after that, he dropped off. Uh, like you said, Mark, uh, Arfield, he was class. Just zinging passes everywhere. Kamara again. Aye, it was kind of painful to watch, to be honest, after the first half hour. I thought but, Kamara was excellent. I thought Kamara just strolled the game. I thought all the midfield did. The only Celtic players I would give pass marks to was Callum McGregor. Because I think Callum McGregor was the only one trying to get anything going. To me, and Cham was, in the, was sitting in the hole in the midfield, and he just he would rather be anywhere else. He would rather be sitting with me. And rather than the game, that's what I thought all but, game. But and, right. and Cham it needs to play as a sitter, as a six at the top of the diamond, or as a ten. Yeah, and behind the strikers. Right. Okay, I, I don't think he can. I don't think he can play in there in a three. Right, I don't think. That. I, to be fair, I thought, I thought I thought Scott Brown was okay. He looked as if, and that, that, that's the point I was going to make. Now, you'll do your, your interviews with ex-professional footballers. Now, I was never that. I can guarantee you that. But 
see if you're rubbish. You work your socks off. Definitely. And just try to help your team. Couldn't and that, that was that was missing from nine to ten Celtic players. And again, that's what takes me back to the manager. If he doesn't have the tactics, right, and the players aren't motivated, what, what's he doing all week? What what if you can't win, if Celtic are not running through a brick wall for Neil Lennon, then there's a problem. Mm-hmm. And it's, just, it's the same. If the Rangers players, they maybe weren't the best level at the time, but if they weren't running through a brick wall for Kishinia, they weren't running through a brick wall for Warburton, there's only one outcome. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's, that's the thing as well. I would say, you're touching on players that weren't, weren't really kind of at it. I would say... Folk have said to me Laxalt was good. I just I thought Laxalt get out outclassed. I thought it was I thought it was disappointing. I said that at the time. I said I don't understand this signing. If Greg Taylor's obviously Kieran Tierney's very very difficult to replace. Can I disagree with that? He's very very difficult to replace. But ball and goalie hasn't worked out. Greg Taylor gets so much stick for the Celtic fans. Like I don't get it because I don't get the Taylor stick because I think there is a player there, but. Laxal to me just wasn't at the races. It just looked he's just was flat. He just it didn't look as if he was getting anything going to me. And I've heard folks say, yeah, he was Celtic's best player. I wasn't nah. watching that same. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm a season ticket holder at Kilmarnock, and Greg Taylor was our best player for two mm-hmm. seasons in a row. Yeah, I remember and Greg Taylor. At Greg, Greg, Greg Taylor, Taylor was, was dropped because of, of the abuse he gets from Celtic fans. Do you think that's because what I thought? Do you think it's the fact Lennon doesn't trust No, he's, re- he's reacted to the fans. 100% he's reacted to the fans because Taylor gets, does get a lot of criticism. Now, my, and I know Kelly's a different level slightly, my criticism of Greg Taylor is he never, ever uses his right foot. Yeah. It's always cut back, cut back. Mm-hmm. Okay? But Greg Taylor's as good a left back as Celtic are going to get. But again, another signing and ball and goalie, no good enough. Mm-hmm. Now, the boy lacks out, only had one game. He might turn into the new Kieran Tierney. I don't know. Right, that's what we but, don't know. But... And again, it comes down to the management, Scott. You've got a boy that's probably no played since March, and you throw him in to an old fun game on his debut. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's not good management for there's me. Ti- there's times where that works, and there's times where it doesn't. And I can count in one hand the amount of times it works. It works. Throwing a player in for his old firm debut. I remember Freddie Lundberg getting his debut against Rangers. Years ago for Celtic, he was one of the best players you'll see, but so far off the boil because it hasn't played. Now we can understand the fact there's no fans, fair enough, but it's still a massive game. There's still massive pressure. Hundred percent, totally agree. To me, we'll touch on the Morelos thing quickly. I just want to do any. You think it's a hang? That's a red card. What he does in Scott Brown? No, no, absolutely not. That's that that Scott Brown doesn't even think it's a red card. No, nah. no. Nah. I've heard today. I've heard. I've heard wee things today that there is an investigation up. To me, that's just. Oh ridiculous. no. To me, it's that's ridiculous. absolutely ridiculous. But but again, and, and sometimes, and as uh, sometimes you know, if that was Ryan Kent, um, then nothing would be made of it. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I would agree with uh, that. that. That's annoying. I, I felt. I even felt he had, Morales had a challenge on Duffy in the first half Yeah, when he kind of buzzed into his ribs. The referee's like, that's your warning. Mm-hmm. He did the same thing again in the second half and was rightly booked. Yeah, and immediately they took but him for the, for the For the tap on the ear, no, that's nah, ridiculous. It's, just, it's, it's poor. But 
And that, that's, another, that's another good point. Sorry to take over your show, Scott. No, run, run on you, though. The first, the first booking, and, and again, see when you're losing, you're getting frustrated, you're getting anxious, and you don't go about kicking folk, but the first booking wasn't till the hour mark, mm-hmm. and it was Kamara. Mm-hmm. And now that, that, that tells me, again, rubbish at football, you can maybe ask your the professional players interview this. Alan Mahood is probably a good one to ask. Go and put a tackle in to G everybody up. Yeah. Go and get yourself involved. Mm-hmm. Go and just push somebody away from the ball or, you know, a wee bit of, a wee bit of dig in there to try and set the tone. And it, mm-hmm. is it was so flat. Mm-hmm. So flat. One of the big players to me who came as, who was pretty flat was Shane Duffy. Now, when Shane Duffy came in, I was I was like, yeah, that's a great sign for Celtic. Premier Premier League experience. He's got that hard man ability. To me, he was just off it. I don't know if it was the pressure of the game, but to me, he was off it. What do you think of that? Do you agree with me? Or? Aye, he was he was horrendous. Considering the past couple of, couple of games, he's been playing very well, I'd say. And just wasn't up to it. Wasn't up to it then. And Golden makes it too. He had, he, had, he, had, he, had, he had been playing international games. Mm-hmm. As a lot of them had. I mean, it's not. It's not excuse. Now, I don't think he was particularly bad. He, he made a mistake for the first goal, and I think that got to him a wee bit. Was he not a former teammate of Goldson's at Brighton? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think no. that I think that kind of got to him a wee bit. Oh because and again, I think the occasion can get to you, and I think it used to get to guys like Ali McCoyst and Barry Ferguson and Tommy Burns, Neil Lennon, his players. The occasion got to him because he's now thinking. I've made a mistake in my old firm debut, and we're losing. Mm-hmm. And I, and I and I think that played in his conscience a wee bit. You saw, I'm sure you've seen on Twitter the meme. He's kicking the ball out the park, and he's sitting mm-hmm. with his head in his hands because you're thinking the centre half that I should be marking has scored two goals, and we've lost the game. Yeah, but to me though, that's more a case of Shane Duffy is trying to get it going, is trying to get something going, but there's nothing sticking. I can I get that point of view. We'll move on to the second goal. Goldson doubles his, his scoring tally and doubles Rangers' lead. To me, this is a really good bit of football, but to me, if you're a centre-half, you're getting rid of that But You're getting rid of that ball anywhere, to me. That's what I think, anyway. Goldson should never get a second chance at that. Yeah, and the finish as well. I mean, it's a great finish. I, I think the keeper again can do better. Yeah, I think and that I as well. I know, it just kind of trundles in, and I say, but Again, you need to stop cross that the full back's job and that's where a three can be limited. You need to stop crossing under the box. Mm-hmm. Now it's different a, a free kick, but crossing under the box, you're like and as I said, it must be defended better. Clear your lines and and, and I'm not a big fan of this. And I was watching the match of the day and all these things and the Sunday, all these teams passing out for the back. You know, even the likes of Ramos and Piki are making mistakes at it. Yeah. You know, in games like that, you don't want to make mistakes. Let's get the ball up field and play the percentages game to you out. You're not under the same amount of pressure. Mm-hmm, definitely. But Celtic, right. on you go. On you go but when you're saying that, like, do you think Celtic bring on five subs? They bring on a Yeti, Griffiths, Rogic, Turnbull, Taylor. They don't make a bit of difference. How that's poor. That's poor to me. That the fact it that no one of those shape either. No, it, change, it keeps it exactly the same. To me, what you do out there as you go four, you go four, two, three, one. You go the, you try and nullify Rangers. You try and stop Rangers, even if it doesn't suit the way individuals, as you say. That's a big thing for me. But 
Celtic, James Forrest is injured. They don't have a right winger to replace him. That's well, why, why they played Frimpong there. Aye, but Frimpong's but, no one. Frimpong's but then is, 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 Neil, is Neil Lennon thinking, if I go off, you know, 4-3-3 or 3, whatever it is, does he think, I don't want to get beat 5-0 today for Rangers at Parkhead. 2-0 two, two is not acceptable, but it's more acceptable than 5-0. Mm-hmm. But how how easy did Rangers make it? Do you think? Do you think it was more a case of Celtic were poor or Rangers were Rangers controlled the game? Oh, Rangers controlled the game. There's, there's, I don't think there's any doubt about that. And I, and I, and I do think, and, I, and I'm the first one to criticise. I actually don't think Rangers have had enough praise for winning the game. Yeah, they are. Now maybe they've maybe they've learnt from mistakes. You know, last year when they celebrated the league flag in December when they won at Parkhead. Now, but again, that could come with the euphoria of the supporters. But all, all I've seen all week, and Scott, you're on my social media pages, is how bad Celtic were. Yeah. And I don't think we, we're giving Rangers enough credit. No. And, now, and again, I'm sure if you ask Stephen Gerrard, he'll say, we won the great, we, were, we did well, we won the great. Now, you, you'll see, and again, Rangers have a slightly easier game on Thursday. You'll probably see Rangers could play a hell of a lot better on Thursday and lose the game. Mm-hmm. But what and that, if I was if I was a Celtic supporter, I'd be thinking, we we we've been really poor and we've been beat by a really poor Rangers team. That 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 would be my worry. Aaron, would you go with that? I was a uh, like you were saying, uh, Scott. It's a bit of both. Uh, Celtic were absolutely spineless that mess of that game, and Rangers won at their best, but got the result. And we'll move on. I'll move on to kind of the, the whole game. Like, who takes the blame for that, for the Celtic point of view? I'll move on to, I'll go, I'll go that's for Celtic in stages and then we'll move on to the Rangers in stages. Uh, who takes the blame for the, for the Celtic point of view? Is it Neil Lennon or have you got to put the blame at the players? I would say Lennon. I would definitely say Lennon. If, if they kind of get geared up, if they kind of get G'd up for an old firm game, then I don't know what's happening. No tactics, no motivation, poor signings. That's the manager's job. Mm-hmm. And Edward yeah. was a Edward was a massive mess. But to me, I watched the Champions League game against Ferenc Faros and I said exactly the same thing as I said on Sunday. Saturday, sorry. Celtic Celtic come across as a one man team a lot of the time. When he's when he's not there, they're a totally average team. That's what I would say. I don't know if I'm right in that, but I've not seen I've not seen Celtic play a good performance that season, and I've certainly not seen Celtic play a good performance without Edward and the team. I might oh, be no, wrong. No, I, would disagree, I would disagree. They, I mean, they blew Dundee United away when Ayeti scored, but they, um, but they didn't play well. They, they didn't. They didn't. They won one now. They didn't. It took them eighty-five minutes to score that day. I mean, they played played well. I I I totally disagree with the one-man team. I mean. If you if you have a player like Edward, who probably is Celtic's best player, out with Callum McGregor for me, then you're going you're going to heavily rely on that. You know, mm-hmm. there, there, there are certain occasions, you know, every team has that kind of go-to guy, that that, that reliant player. And if he's your goal scorer, then nine times out of ten, it's going to be your goal scorer. Whereas if you even if you look at possibly Rangers last season, Alan McGregor was their main player. He was saving them week in week out. And okay, but I, I, I disagree because I think I'd be with the issues he's had. Lee, Lee Griffiths would score as many chances as, as, as Edward. Yeah. I see, I'm still not buying into Clamala. I'm not really buying into Ajeti for the £5 million spent when I mean, you can't get John McGinn for £2 million. 
Um, and as you say, I'm I'm not really uh, convinced with Lennon's signings, and that maybe that's why there's over reliance. But again, look at the press Morales got with that kind of, you know, body language, attitude, etc. Does the, does Eddie want away? Was he promised a move and it didn't happen? I don't know because his body language certainly seems, you know, that he's not happy with something. Mm-hmm. I think you can say the same about a few Celtic players. But he is, he is a big game player. He's a big game hunter. You know, he can, in the big games, he's the one that comes to fruition because he's a good player. But I even think from a Rangers point of view as well, like, if, Rangers, if Rangers see that team and go, right, it's El Yunusi and Klamala up front, it doesn't strike fear in Rangers, no. I don't think. See if they see the name Edward, even if he's not fit, it's a different story, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. from a Rangers point of view. He's punished them in and, 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 that, and, that, and that may be Neil Lennon's point about the team being leaked. It gives the Rangers defence a better confidence to come play for the back, etc. And, you know, take their time and all that. But see, see, see if you look at both goals. Is, is Eduard going to make a difference? No. No. But And look at the chances. El Yunusi's won over the bar. Eduard may score. Griffiths Edward. may score. But they do this as well. Edward so, makes that one each, in my opinion. Edward scores that, in my opinion. I don't think it would have made much difference. The perf- if, if, if you've got a game like that, you're looking for a, a Barry Ferguson, a Roy Keane, you know, that yeah. starts the players and gets them going and gets everyone motivated. You're not, you're not looking for, for Eddie just to, to notch one, you know? So, both teams have got a difficult... Kind of run of fixtures coming up. Celtic are away. I've got AC Milan at Parkhead, and then they're away to Aberdeen on Sunday, and then they've got the big kind of Scottish Cup uh, semi-final with the, uh, the weekend after. I'll ask you both this: What's what? Un, what constitutes is good for Neil Lennon? Does he does he give the does he make the league the priority, or does he go for the the quadruple treble? What what does he does he sacrifice anything? Because to me, it does it. A couple of results could mean the end for Lennon, in my opinion. A couple of bad results. What do you think, Aaron? I'll start with you. Aye, like definitely a, a couple, maybe two or three, if he was to drop points in the next two or three league games. I don't think he's got much uh, I hope of staying there for that much longer, if, especially because the 10 is the ultimate goal here. So I'd, I'd happily pay off the Europa League. And to an extent, maybe the Scottish Cup. They're they're not the priority right now. And do you, Mark? I'll ask you this as well. And I've kind of wanted to ask ask you this. You remember when Rangers were going for ten in a row? You would say Rangers yes, blew it. You would Rangers. You yes, would say Rangers blew it that year. Would you agree with me? Rangers uh, blew it. Or I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have seen necessarily blown it. I think. I think what happened there was. I think Walter Smith stayed very loyal. Mm-hmm. Uh, to to some of the players, which I, which I can a hundred percent totally understand. Um, I think he said a wee bit loyal to some senior players, and it, it just it just didn't work. But again, and as you you guys will know better than me, going to stadiums with fifty sixty thousand people in them every week, over twenty two home games, whatever it was at the time, that gets you whether oh, you're winning every week or no. Definitely. And I and I think, I think both are actually fortunate. That there's no punters in just now because I, I, I don't think up until maybe a couple of weeks ago Rangers, Rangers were playing well, but then I don't think I think they struggled against Ross County. They won, they won it. They struggled. Well, they won. They didn't struggle against. They beat Celtic, but they won the great. Is that the sign of champions? Not playing well, but winning. 
Mm-hmm. But the reason I bring up Rangers 10 in a row is, do you know see similarities with the way Celtic are playing the now to that that season for Rangers? Because it just, I would say, he's put a lot of, he's put a lot of trust in players who haven't been at it, the likes of Christie, McGregor, Forrest. It's, it's, it looks similar to me. It just look it just just looks as if there is a lot of trust in players who aren't warranting it now. And that's what, that's why I'm kind of bringing think, that think, up. That's I, what it reminds I think me. There's a, I think there's there's a massive psychological thing put on the ten in a row, and that's what I said to you. If if that's what it is, sacrifice Europa League, sacrifice these cups, and go full throttle in your in your first, you know, your first eleven play the league games and win the league games. Mm-hmm. And, and that's and, and that's maybe that's underestimating some of the other teams because. Um, they, they, they will take points. I, I actually thought with no fans that Celtic and Rangers would just blitz everybody else because when they come to Rugby Park, the fans give the home team a wee lift. Yeah. No, now they don't have the two stands, etc. And you get a wee lift from it. But as I say now, without the fans, I thought they'd be steamrolling every team, which they probably have been doing most of the time. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel... I, 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 still, I still think Celtic are favourites. But if that... Is the standard of performance they can put in? I'd be very, very worried. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to touch on Rangers because I think Stephen Gerrard and the whole Rangers team deserve a lot of credit. But would you know it's Rangers? In my opinion, need to kick on playing the other ten teams as opposed to playing Celtic. Like I think they're better than Celtic. I think they can beat Celtic in their own at home and away. But Celtic are better against the other ten teams. Rangers. Ha- I'll use the game against St. Johnson as an example. Celtic were very, very disappointing, very, very poor. Celtic won that game by scoring two goals. See, in my mind, Rangers, Rangers draw that. That's the difference, in my opinion. And the, do you go with that? Or? Uh, well, I, 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 again, as I think, I think if the punters are in, yeah, I, 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 would, I would go with that. Um, but in, in, in saying that, though, if you... If you look, and I, and I think this is for the motivation and desire that Gerard's put into management that he had as a player. Steven Gerrard's a very, very young manager, and this is his first gig. Mm-hmm. If he's not to stop 10 in a row, what other clubs going to take him mm-hmm. based on his managerial? I mean, a world-class player, no doubts about it. Because he's been up, at the end of this season, he'll have been up there three and a half years, is that right, Scott? I think it's three. I think I, three? Two, two and a half now, two and a half. Right. And he's won nothing, or if he does win nothing, I don't even think a League Cup and a Scottish Cup would save Gerard. To be honest, nah, I don't. Either. If he doesn't, does he? Does he want to be the manager that when Celtic win ten in a row? Absolutely not. No, but I'll swing, that, I'll swing that round the other way. Neil, Le- Neil, Neil Lennon. In my mind, Neil Lennon was given the job the minute Rogers left. I don't think there was. I think Lennon was told, and I've heard this from different people, Lennon was told when Rogers left, if you win the treble, you've got the job. That to me, yeah. that to me isn't, isn't right, because Neil, well, Neil Lennon wasn't the plan. Going at, Neil, I Neil Lennon, no, oh, Brendan was the plan, but at the end of the day, Neil Lennon has won five league titles as a manager, so yeah. another team's going to take Neil Lennon before they take Stephen Gerrard. Do you think that, though? Do you really think that? Because well, I, I, I think Gerard Gerard would get a job in England because of who who Stephen Gerard is. I, I don't doubt that. But if you take the Lennon's track record away from Celtic, what's he what's he really done? 
well, he made, he made Hibs a very good team. You're not going to win anything at Hibs, but he made them a very good team. He was very poor at Bolton, but he's, he's, he's went to the biggest team in Scotland and won five league titles as a manager. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so, so that, that, that tells me, well, he's won five leagues. Gerrard's up here, spent £40 million, not won anything. But he's but Steven Gerrard. The names. And I, and I spoke, I, I'm not going to mention any names, but I spoke to a former Rangers player not that long ago. And I, and I, I knew Rangers wanted to keep him. And I said to him, why, why did you leave? And he said, well, he says, I'm looking after the financial security uh, of my family for the future. Or do I lose, do I lose out and just get to shake hands with Steven Gerrard every morning? Just because of who Steven Gerrard is. Yeah. So he left. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I'm saying. Ger- Gerrard will get... Now, you're seeing... And again, it was highlighted on uh, Match of the Day. Frank Lampard's results haven't been great at Chelsea. He spent a lot of money. So he should... In, re- in theory, he should be blowing teams away. But mm-hmm. does he get any criticism on Match of the Day? No, mm-hmm. because he's Frank Lampard. Mm-hmm. Okay, if that was a foreigner... If it was only going to socialise, exactly dogs abuse. Mm-hmm. I agree. And as I say, I think I think that's what that's Gerard's name will get him away with it. But I don't know if he'll get away with it if he doesn't win the league this, this no, season. No, I think the the league, if the, it's the biggest season in Scottish has, Scottish football history, because Celtic the whole that we've heard ten in a row is the holy grail. But Rangers want to stop it just as bad. One team's going to be yeah. disappointed. Whoever whoever doesn't win the league, I think's gone. I think there's no doubt about that. I don't see Rangers sacking Gerard, but I definitely see some. I, I think they, I think they would sack him. Do you? Yeah. If he if I he let him walk way well before they sack him, I think. You think? Well, sorry, Aaron, I missed that. Uh, oh, sorry. I uh, just saying. I think that I think they'd let uh, Gerard walk well before they sack him. But I I, I don't know. I mean, I, obviously, I don't know the guy, but. If just say for example the same thing happens last season, this season, if Ger- if Gerard's you know ten points behind with five games to go, I don't think you yeah. walk away. I I I I I think he would be sacked. I so think, again, though, I think that's the big blip. That's the big blip that Rangers need to overcome, and that's where they will. I don't think they're favourites yet. I think they've, they've definitely got the got it in their favour, but I don't think they're favourites yet because I've not seen enough against the other teams. Well, put it this way, Scott. In season 21-22, Lennon and Gerrard both won't be in old firm games. One will be away, Definitely. if not both. Definitely. I couldn't agree more. Uh, right, well, just touch on... I'll, I'll ask you a couple of, couple of questions just to close up. Who would be your kind of standout player from the, the game? Who would be your man of the match for the game? Uh, well, I think you've got to give it to Golson. I'm going to go for Glenn Kamara. I think Glenn Kamara just strolled the game. I thought he just neat and tidy, as you say. Just I thought he was excellent. I'll ask this final question, and I want to ask. I just want this is the final question. This is just for me. When it comes to May 2021, sitting here right now, who do you think will walk away with the championship? After that, I'm asking you after ten games. I know, but I just. Are you, are you going? Are you going to show this again in May? To make one of us look bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm. I'm going to say. I'm just going to start. Rangers. It's. It's. It's what Rangers do from now till the next Old Firm game that 
Rangers could go if Rangers go in and go into a wee run and play that old form game at Ibrox the way I think they can, they could be a lot further in front than anybody I think that and that could be the difference. Well, I, well I, after the European game, Scott, it could be seven points in front. Yeah. Because Celtic play the cup game against Aberdeen. Is it Aberdeen but, he plays at Hibs? I think it's Hibs. Hibs, is it? Right. So, it could be seven fight. points by then. Mm-hmm. And, and this will be the first time Celtic have been chasing. There's such a, a big points gap like that. But does that put more pressure in Rangers? If Rangers no, are no, but they put, no, get the points in the board, put pressure on Celtic. Bajan Karen. Oh, it'll be a dodgy one because after Christmas we'll start seeing the things falling off and teams probably imploding. But right, right as we're sitting, I'd say Celtic are going to win it this year. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on a limb and just say I think Rangers, Rangers need to seriously improve against the other ten teams. But I think if they do that and come overcome this blip, I think it could be the, it could be the year. And I think there is more. There is more to come for Celtic. I think there are a lot of Celtic players unhappy. I don't know if it's worth the manager. I don't know if it's worth the tactics. But certainly to me, that looked to me like a a lot of Celtic players didn't want to be on that park on Saturday. Right. Absolutely. But thanks very much to the two guests for coming on. Mark, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show. Your knowledge was was remarkable. And Aaron as well. Thanks very much. That was great. You were really, really good. First attempt. I really enjoyed it. I mean, I just love Thanks very much for doing we'll that, boys. We'll see you next week, Scott. Thanks for oh, definitely. <laughs> very long. Thanks very much. Take care, nice to meet you, Aaron. Take care, buddy. Cheers. Brilliant. Cheers. 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 Cheers.